Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everybody. Kip Herridge here with your daily VR investment podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're taking just a couple of minutes. What happened to the markets today? Let me tell you more importantly what's going to happen going forward using the VR investment system as our guide. Uh, got a few things to cover today. Going to go right through it quickly here. All-time highs again today in NASDAQ. Dow Jones, S&P 500, all of about the same, about two-tenths of one percent. Dow Jones closing up 55 points at 28,121. Again, all-time highs across the board there. Russell 2000 is also higher on the day. Still got 6% to go to meet, to meet uh, its all-time highs back from August of 2018. Uh, if you've been joining us here, you know we've been pounding the table on small caps. That has uh, This is the rising tide lifts all boats phase of this bull market. We're actually entering the next phase of the melt-up, which is the funnest part. And it's the one that usually most people aren't prepared for. I'm, gonna, I'm writing that piece up now <clears throat> for our VRA clients for tomorrow. But I want to cover a few things that we noticed today. Um, we wrote about this morning, actually, that uh, we believe are, are really important. Uh, I met Georg Griffin, uh, the uh, author of The Creature from Jekyll Island, 21 years ago. I was at a um, conference, and he was speaking there about his book, a seminal book on the Federal Reserve, creation of the Fed, uh, the very beginning of, uh, of central bank and uh, global monetary control, fiat currency, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But his first speech was on the three cartels. And <clears throat> again, I had just left Wall Street. Uh, I had no clue what this presentation was going to be about, didn't really know much about Ed Griffin at all. Uh, of course, I know him very well now. He's spoken at, I don't know, 15 of our events over the years. Uh, he's a friend of mine, and he's a legend. So if you haven't read The Creature from Jekyll Island, you must read The Creature from Jekyll Island. Uh, it's akin to reading any of the classics that, uh, that you've heard about, along with The Extraordinary Popular Delusions and The Madness of Crowds. These are the two books you should read now based on where we are in the markets and where we're, where we're headed going forward. But... What Jeffrey Griffin talked about that day with the seven cartels that ties in directly to what is happening right now, and I believe it's significant, I believe it's very important, and uh, we hear nobody else talking about it, so that, we like to cover the topics nobody else sees as important. Folks, we beat the market pretty much every year, right? That's not braggadocio, it's just what it is. And the reason we've been able to do that, uh, at least in big part, is because in addition to knowing the internal workings of the market, having an understanding of both technicals and fundamentals, how they work together, you know, you also have to understand, understand in our view, what's happening from a macro point of view, geopolitically, politically, how these, these are all tied together today more than ever. Uh, you only have to see what's happened in the markets uh, over the last uh, you know, two and a half, three years since Trump has got in uh, to understand that. And it's more so now than ever. So, look, if you're a short-term trader or a day trader, you don't need to know any of this. But if you're a swing trader or if you're a medium to long-term position builder uh, and if you're not a day trader, not sitting in front of your computer all day long, you know what? <clears throat> I would highly recommend that you pay attention to what's happening politically because in 2020, I believe it's going to be more important than ever. Uh, case in point. First of all, Gilbert Griffin talking about the seven cartels. The two most powerful of the cartels are the media cartel and the, the Federal Reserve banking slash fiat currency cartel. Uh, I won't put them one and two, but they're right there together. And uh, then the military cartels behind that and on and on and on. Uh, but the uh, media cartel is a cartel. 
And I didn't believe that when I first had heard Ed speak about it, but I spent many years researching it. And, and I can tell you I'm absolutely convinced that these cartels exist and that they work very closely together and that the combined, they rule the world. So uh, it's a great topic to get into. Maybe the other day we'll spend an entire podcast on it because I can't talk about this for an hour at least because it is that important and that interesting in my view. But <clears throat> we're seeing the media cartel starting yesterday in my opinion and all its sad sadness. Uh, the media for 18 months has been beating the drum that Trump's global trade strategy slash U.S.-China trade war uh, tariffs are going to take the world down. You know, I don't think that's an overstatement. And why? Look, CNBC, Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, uh, New York Times, CNN, the, the, uh, the guilty parties, and this is nothing short of journalistic malpractice, make no mistake about it, the guilty parties have, have lambasted us now for 18 months with this negativity. CNN talked about it at least half of the day on their broadcast. It's propaganda, folks. We're talking about propaganda that is uh, put together by the media cartel to make us, the sheeple as they view us, controllable. Because they know that if they hammer on mainstream media, both print and TV, if they hammer something 24-7... After about a year, most people are going to start to believe it because they got jobs. Right? They don't have time to watch this all day, and they want to believe they can trust their media. We're, like, We're not Russia, right? Well, I'm not so sure that's the case anymore, folks, because the media tried to convince us for 18 months all of the things they're now apologizing for saying. Case in point, uh, the Fed yesterday, Fed economists finally admitted that tariffs may not actually squeeze the U.S., <laughs> uh, so you see they're starting to have their mea culpa moment you know again we had nothing but incessant fear mongering on tariffs how it affect the consumer from our quote unquote top economists they were certain absolutely certain that Trump was dead wrong on tariffs saying that uh, he would uh, take the country down maybe take the world down cause a US recession and stock market crash tell me you haven't heard this incessantly okay that was number one. That's a mea culpa. That's important. I'll tell you why in just a moment in our view. Second, <clears throat> this I was up early this morning. This broke around 3.30 this morning. Wall Street Journal comes out with a piece that says, <clears throat> China-U.S. tensions may not matter for global trade as much as investors seem to think. Now, why would investors think that? Uh, maybe because the Wall Street Journal, is, is they're gaslighting us now. This is what they and everybody else has been covering nonstop, incessantly for 18 months, that these uh, trade tensions, this trade war, it was a trade war. Now, they don't use that anymore, do they? Now it's trade tensions. You see what's happening here. They're basically apologizing without apologizing, but they, I'll give them credit for this. It is, they are coming clean. It's happening right now. This is what Ed Griffin was talking about 21 years ago. And this is the transition that's taking place in our marketplace right now. Remember, and this is very important, when the media gets all the sheeple on one side, what that's done is kept them in fear mode. Why do you think our sentiment readings have been so... I want to drop an F-bomb here, really do, because this is just... It is complete bullshit what's happened to the public. We, we, if you're here every day... 
You heard us talk about this nonstop. It's not a trade war. Ignore the bullshit. This market's going higher. We've been saying this since Trump got elected while the media is scared the shit out of everybody else. We see it in the sentiment surveys. We see it in the, in the equity flows. It's just nothing but negative equity flows like every month, every month, every month. And people, the question is, would ask then is, well, how's this market going up? How's the market going up if everybody's selling, if everybody's so bearish? Because, folks, the smart money knew it all along, the real smart money, right? The Fed money, all of their buddies, okay? The big money. They've been buying cheap stock this whole time, whilst uh, sites like Zero Hedge and uh, all of their uh, media cartel buddies have used propaganda to scare everybody out of the market. That's what happened. If you've been joining us here, if you're a member of the VRA, client of the VRA, you know that's what's happened. But now the mea culpas are coming. Now they're starting to say, eh, maybe things are turning. Remember, the mainstream media, every major network is controlled by one of seven companies. That's why it's a cartel. You won't hear this talked about because if you do, they will shut you down. Whatever they have to do to control the sheeple, just as long as you know that, you're joining us here We'll keep you on the right track. Folks, it's not my first rodeo. So now, and this is the shift that we all need to understand is happening because I've seen it too many times in the course of my 34 years. Saw it plain as day during the dot-com mania. When the dot-com bull market really kicked in, we'll call it not late 97, early 98. This is when stocks really started going parabolic. The articles were nonstop that these companies are scams. These companies are trading at 100 times revenue. That cannot happen. But what happened? They kept soaring. They kept soaring to the point the public finally woke up and said, well, I got I I I to be part of this. Just at the very peak, here come all the articles, article after article from our cartel media saying, hey, these companies are here to stay. You know what? We have no problem with the trading at 150 times revenue. <laughs> well, again, 90% of these companies really had no earnings whatsoever, okay? But, again, once the media turns really bullish, that's when you should be paying very close attention. The media hasn't done that yet, right? But my point is they're making the turn. The turn is happening where they're going to start being, in my opinion, my prediction, they'll start being much less uh, critical of our president. They'll start toning things down like they no longer say U.S.-China trade war, do they? It's always trade tensions now, isn't it? The, the, the turn is happening. This is the tell that we need to be aware of. I'm, again, in the piece tomorrow, it's this media shift and recognition that you'll hear in the media that, hey, you know what? Trump has been right. Maybe we should reelect him. The public, as we see in sentiment polls now, is returning. Equity flows are getting more positive. Folks, this is the move that will take one of our go-to surveys, the AAII Investor Sentiment Survey, which I've voted in now for about 30 years. This is the move that will take that survey back to 50 to 60% bulls. It's 37 38% right now as of last Wednesday's read. We get the new update tomorrow night. Last time we were at 60% bulls was January of 2018 when the quote-unquote trade war was unleashed, Right? right as everybody had gotten back in the market, gotten hyper-bullish again. We're at 37% bulls now. My guess is by March, April, we'll be back to 55, 60. Folks, this is the time to be in the markets. 
This is the next phase of the melt-up. We stick by our views. We'll have 30,000 Dow Jones by the end of this year. That's been our target since just the month after Trump was elected in 2016. We stick by our views that we'll have Dow Jones 50,000 by the end of 2024. That will likely be on the low side. But in the interim, from now till, you know, we'll see how it plays out when the public gets back to 60% bulls, uh, you know, hyper bullish, that's when the rug will be pulled. But that's not yet. That's not now. This is the time that we believe the melt-up is on. And we see it, by the way, in, uh, in, in our internals. We've now had 12 of the last 15 days. Today was actually kind of a tie. But in the market internals today, uh, uh, let me pull that up. I mean, advanced decline, basically just barely positive, right? Uh, uh, Up-down volume, barely positive. New 52 guys lows, pretty solidly positive. But that's 12 out of 15 days we've had negative, mixed to negative market internals. What is the market done? It's still going up. The, you know, bull markets that continue to rise when they reach extreme overbought levels and when the internals start to break down, that's the tell. If the market keeps going up in the face of that, in the return of a wall of worry, which we're starting to get again, then, um, you know, it's, uh, there, there really is no more bullish sign for, for a market than, than what's happening right now. Now, the melt-up phase, if we're right about this, this is when, you know, the public really doesn't get a chance to get in. Uh, they just sit in awe as it keeps going up parabolically. Um, we think that turn is happening now. It doesn't mean tomorrow the Dow is going to be at 500 points, but that's the kind of market we're getting into. This is going to be get back to Crazyville when everybody starts scratching their heads going, wait, wait, how is this happening? Well, I just explained to you how it's going to happen. That's the phase we're entering now. Uh, we've seen this cycle before. Just join us here every day. We'll keep you in the loop. We'd love to have you come join us at VRA. Uh, matter of fact, we're uh, next week going to launch our new parabolic options program. You should, If you trade options, or we actually u- use them to invest in options, you should take a look at this. We've uh, had some pretty stellar gains uh, for over the last year. Uh, matter of fact, we can find no one that's done better. Uh, so quick watch here. But come join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. If you have any questions, you can contact us through the site. Um, we'd love to have you join us. Uh, let's take a look, quick look here at the uh, sector watch today. Pretty, pretty mild today, pretty muted like the markets were. We had uh, uh, 8 of 11 sectors higher. Energy was down 1%. That was the big loser. Real estate up 1.4%. And our uh, uh, commodity watch, uh, oil was up today, 35 cents a barrel, 58.36. Gold was up $6 an ounce at 14.62. Uh, and uh, silver was up 20 cents an ounce at 17.08. And Bitcoin today is trading right now at last trade, 71.12. Uh, that's on Coinbase. That's up $11 a Bitcoin. Folks, uh, we're at 10 out of 12 screens bullish on the VRA investing system. Um, we remain very bullish, buying pullbacks as they happen. Um, as always, we really appreciate you being here with us. Thank you for your feedback. Hope you have a great rest of your day and an even better night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.